Hello Divas fans, welcome to episode 16 of Scourge Divas. My name is Kirsty and I'm joined as always by Casey. Hi. Who I'm going to ask, because I got a message just before we started recording this, apparently Casey made went to make a cup of tea. Tell us about your cup of tea and why you had to make it again. Well, Because I'm fascinated and disgusted in like equal measure. The, the cup of tea was almost going to be this episode's Tibbalt's Rager, because it made me so angry. Um... <laughs> I was I was making the tea and everything was going great uh, and then I went to pour the milk in and the milk wasn't runny enough so oh that's I had so to, disgusting to remake the tea oh it was it was very disgusting it really was it was very disgusting that's that's vile is it like yogurt um it wasn't quite to yogurt yet it was getting there but it wasn't quite there yet that's I wish you could see my face right now that's repellent like my face is just folding up you didn't need to smell it oh don't i went to sleep for like an hour before um we, re- we started recording mm-hmm. and then i woke up and i was hungry so i ate a bagel i ate it way too quickly oh no so now i feel a bit sick <laughs> now i'm like i'm just thinking about your milk and it's like so not helping oh that's horrendous did you at least have all more milk or did you have to go and buy some no 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 we had we had more milk we had more milk my tea was actually fine it was my flatmate's tea that got the the brunt of the <laughs> the not quite runny enough milk it's horrible when you try to pour it out and it just like does that thing when yeah. it's not when it's a bit off yeah it wasn't good it really wasn't good but it's fine now i've got good tea so anyway <laughs> on that note moving on to happier things it's nearly throne of Eldrain time it is. It's the pre-release this weekend. I'm yeah. very excited. Me too. I'm going to play a pre-release for the first time in about... God, I don't know how many sets I've not... Last time I played a pre-release must have been for... I can't even remember. Where are you playing your pre-release? I'm going to this uh, a store in Falkirk that I love. What day are you going? I'm going on Sunday. Oh. Oh, where are you going? I'm going to a store that I love in Falkirk. When? I think I'm going on Sunday. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh! I'm very excited because I love, I love this set. Me too. So we're going to talk about Throne of Eldraine on this episode because all the cards have been spoiled, and then Casey's got a last-minute rager. It was literally last minute. It was. You were actually soliciting topics on the internet. It's very odd that nothing's annoyed you. I know, but see, once people started talking about things that had annoyed them. I was like, oh yeah, that's annoyed me. <laughs> that's annoyed me as well. Oh, that's really annoyed me. So now you're actually just raging. Yeah, no, I <laughs> You've no, gone I'm. from like zero to 60. Someone someone did suggest that I was angry um, about the amount of lips in Throne of Eldraine. Lips? Yeah. Have you not? I, I actually like the art on ASMR Elemental, but a lot of people don't. I, I, okay, well, explain this to me shortly when we, when we talk about Throne of Eldraine, because I have absolutely sure. no idea what we're talking about. I kind of don't want to know that I know there's like loads of lips. That just sounds weird. You you must have seen this card. You must have done. Well, let's let's talk about Throne of Eldraine. Let's talk about the spoilers, because there's like two aspects, really, of the set that I love. There are some, there are some there are probably some good cards. I'm really bad at um, assessing cards. Mm-hmm. That's kind of not really my jam. It's probably why I'm so like horrible at limited. Particularly when the first the set first comes out, like release weekend drafts, I suck. But there's all the flavour. 
Oh, oh, there's so much flavour. Can we, yeah, it's like, it's, it's about as much flavour, I think, as your horrible cup of tea. Oh, even more, even more flavour than that, because the flavour in this is good. Yeah, but there's, a, like, that off-milk tastes really strong. It does, that's true. So, but tell me first, like, go tell me about the ASMR card first, because I... So, have you not seen... Right, look up a card called Hushbringer. It's a white rare. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. I would looked at the lips. Yeah. So it's one it. and a white for a one-two. It's got flying and lifelink, and it has creatures entering the battlefield or dying don't cause abilities to trigger. And that's a really good card. And then it's got the the most, it's got the most like, eighties prog rock album cover art that I've ever seen on a Magic the Gathering card. I mean that's not just prog rock. That could be any album from the eighties, really. Yeah. So bet your rhythmics. It is a little Eurythmics, but I'm a fan of it. I actually like that art. I'd uh, I'd seen the card. I hadn't noticed quite how many lips were on it. Now I can't unsee it. There are a lot of lips. I like the 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 way that it looks like. So that there's there's like a fairy on it, right? On the art, who's like surrounded by a circle of lips, and she's yeah. kind of got her finger up like she's like hushing someone. But it does look like she's kind of going mm-hmm. like shh and. All, in my head, all the lips in the circle around her are all just going to scream at the same time. One of the funniest things I saw about uh, that card was someone had posted as though it was a, an excerpt from r slash relationships on Reddit. And the, the comment was, I, male 28, don't know if my magic card, one in a white, <laughs> wants to prevent all abilities or kiss me. I've really never looked at this art before for some reason, like up close. I've only kind of seen it in like tiny little thumbnails, and now I can't stop looking at it. Do you know? Do you know what the best thing about that art is? What? That cards are rare. You know what that means? What? It means there's an extended art oh version. Oh my god! <laughs> where the lips go all the way to the side of the card. There is actually, if you hover over it on Mythic Spoiler, it does it does that little that little switch. Yep. <laughs> I've just noticed as well, there's two sets of lips in the background. There's 13 sets of lips on that card. I'm not entirely sure where that fits into the flavour of the set. I, I don't know that it does, I just think it's wonderful. Well, I mean, technically if you're going for like Little Mermaid sort of lore, then Ariel kind of loses her voice, but it's not as creepy looking as this art. No, it's not. Okay, well, well let's move on from that, because otherwise I'm going to spend the entire episode just staring at it. What's your favourite flavour card in this set? Oh, and why is it Seven Dwarves? I don't know that it is Seven Dwarves. Really? A deck can have up to seven cards named Seven Dwarves, and they're like mining on the art. I think if Seven Dwarves had been legendary, but had had the text, the legend rule doesn't apply to Seven Dwarves, that would have put it over the edge for me. So what, what is your favourite flavour card then? Honestly, I think it might be Ginger Brute. That's fair. Because it's just the most unique form of evasion I think they've ever printed on a card. And I don't know anyone that got the joke the first time they've read it, but as soon as someone explains it to you, you're just like, holy shit, that's amazing. For people that haven't seen it, what does Ginger Brute do? So it's it's a one-one for one. It's an artifact creature food golem. Mm-hmm. It has haste. 
Um, because it's food, it has two tap sacrifice ginger brute. You gain three life. You can eat it. And it has pay one. Ginger brute can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with haste. Because run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. I was one of the people that didn't get that the, fir- the first time until it was explained. <laughs> I didn't get it until it was explained to me either. But once you know it, it's the most... Just... It's so good. That's brilliant. This set is just brilliant. This set is just brilliant. And it's got the best flavour text. It does. The unlabeled vial was not vanilla extract after yeah, all. it's excellent flavour text. I think in a similar thing, like, I really like cards like Enchanted Carriage, which is an art, a vehicle, um, and when it enters the battlefield, it creates two 1-1 one, one white mouse creature yeah. tokens. It's just things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's so, it's so like, it's like they've just completely gone, right, fuck it, just do what you yeah. like, and just go fairy tale mad in yeah. this set. It's so good. Um, other cards that I really like include Blow Your House Down. <laughs> because Dance of the Mance is fun. Dance of the Mance is fun, but but blow your house down. Just that that extra line of text of destroy any of them that are walls. Yeah, it's it's hardly ever going to do anything, but it's just so good. It's just fun because it's there. Yeah, and witches oven. You can yes. sacrifice your creatures to make food, and if they've got a big ass, they make more food. <laughs> I love didn't say please. Yes. Like, I'm not sure. I just love, I don't know if that's related to flavour or anything. I just love that it's like, didn't say please. As so many people are going to get salted because people just go out oh, didn't say please and kept yeah. the spell. I, I tell a lie. My favourite card, my favourite flavour card in the set is not ginger fruit. It's bake into a pie. I'm literally looking at that right now. I think bake into a pie might be perfect. What, <laughs> what did we think? Because we we did an episode um, on Throne of Eldraine when they re- when they dropped the art when they first yeah. sort of released the art. What did we think Bacon to Pie was going to do? Like when we saw the art for it, I don't I, remember. I don't remember. I'll need, need uh, I would need to go back and listen to the episode. I mean, it definitely wasn't this. No. Destroy target creature. Create a food token. It's so good. Because it literally turns it into yeah, a pie. It's so good. I really, 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 really love. The flavour in this set. Yeah. There's a literal card called Once Upon a Time. And and it's free if it's the first spell you cast in the game. Yeah. It's so good. Also, that card is going to be a house. What? Once Upon a Time, that is going to be played. Oh. In mu- multiple formats. Oh, absolutely. That was like the first one, I think, that was spoiled that people were like, um, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at... There's a Smash Mouth reference. Have you seen the Smash Mouth reference card? Is that all that glitters? Yes. It's not a Smash Mouth reference. It is a Smash Mouth reference. Come on. Everybody joked that the set was going to be like Shrek the set and they've got a Smash Mouth reference in it. I refuse to believe it's anything other than a Smash Mouth reference. Okay. It can be a Smash Mouth reference. It is. It absolutely it is. What else is it referencing? Like, well-known Fraser saying all that glitters isn't gold. Yeah, or is if you're Smash Mouth. It's a Smash Mouth reference, I'm telling you. Until something from Wizards of the Coast specifically says to me that it wasn't intended to be a Smash Mouth reference. Okay, I'm going to get someone it. from Wizards of the Coast to tell you that. It is. It's 100%. How could it not be? It's a basically a, it's, it's, a, it's a fairy tale set. Shrek is kind of a fairy tale. The phrase, all that glitters isn't gold, has nothing to do with fairy tales, aside from that. 
Right, but neither does the phrase Archon of Absolution. Well, that's different. That's not a phrase. Okay, Nobody neither says does nobody... the phrase Deafening Silence. Yeah, but that's not a known phrase. That is just, just a thing. Um, neither does, you know, Burning Yard Trainer. All that glitters, I'm sorry, that is, that is a, that's a nod to Smash Mouth. It just... It, 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 it's a well-known phrase that Smash Mouth used in one of their songs, or sort of used. Let's get back to flavour. <laughs> We're already talking about flavour, but sure. Have you noticed that there's even flavour combos in this set? Like what? So, there's a removal spell, it's a blue enchantment called Enchanted Sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Charmed Sleep. Charmed Sleep. Uh, it's basically a reprint of Claustrophobia, but it's called Charmed Sleep. Yeah. Have you noticed what two of the cards in the set that can remove Charmed Sleep are? If you give me two seconds while I find Charmed Sleep in this list, I'll have a look and tell you. That can remove it? Yeah. Um. Oh god, is there something about kissing? It's not, it's not, hush, it's not hush Springer, is it? <laughs> no. So True Love's Kiss can exile it. Right, I knew there was one. And... Charming Prince can blink the creature it's attached to so that it falls off. Oh, shut up. That's amazing. I know, right? <laughs> I love this set. Like, I have no idea what cards are good, but I love it. I don't care what cards are good. They're all good. They're all good cards. They're like dogs. I really like the art as well mm-hmm. in this set. Like, there's a lot of... I don't know. Like, I know nothing about art. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like... It's like um like Love Struck Beast. It's, it's almost like I don't want to say like two D, but I kinda do want to say like two D because I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Help me. When you say Love Struck Beast, which art do you mean? Because all the adventure cards have two arts. I think I'm talking about the fancy one. So all the fancy ones, the artists were told to draw them like they were an illustration in a storybook. That's kind of what I think I like. Yeah. But then there's a couple of basic lands as well that have that. Actually, actually, yeah, there's some basic lands as well. Like the forest, one of the forests looks like that. Yeah. And there's a mountain as well and a plains. I just I like that art style. It's cute. It is. I hadn't noticed. It's really nice. I hadn't noticed that all the ones that I liked that were in that style were adventures. Emberth Shieldbaker being the only the only exclusion to the show, but it's it's kind of cool in its own way. Mm-hmm. It's got that kind of there's a little white space in it. Yeah, it's kind of um, it reminds me of traditional Japanese art with the the use of the white space. I don't know if that's deliberate or not, but it's a bit Persona Five. Yeah, a little bit. I really like the fancy art. For the, I can't remember because I, my brain isn't working. And I can't remember what what they're in the collector's boosters, aren't they? Is there a special name for them? Uh, they are oh, um, showcase phrase. Showcase, that's, that's the one. Showcase. Yeah, I like them. I just, I like, I really like the storybook illustration art. Yes, I'm really hoping you'll be able to get them on um, on arena. I really hope you can get those arts on arena. Surely, oh, maybe they'll do it like a thing like they did with the um. Japanese planeswalker styles where they had like weekly events. Yeah, maybe. That you could unlock them. And outside of flavour, which cards are going to see play in any format? Um, Once Upon a Time is the one that immediately springs to mind because it's it's super good. Um, What does Once Upon a Time do? Tell everybody what Once Upon a Time does. So, what Once Upon a Time does, let me look this up. 
It's one in a green. It's an instant. Look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a creature or land card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. If this is the first spell you've cast this game, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. It's it's good. It's not a basic land. It's any land. So for mm-hmm. um, for modern and legacy, there are decks that will want that. Like it's I I could see Tron playing it maybe because it it digs for your Tron pieces. Yeah. The important thing about it to note in um, in legacy is that. If your opponent is going first, you can cast it in their upkeep, which is before they get a chance to play an island, so they can't daze it. Oh, yeah. Because it's an instant. Yeah. I like it. I mean, they can still force of will it, but... Um, I've heard a few people saying that the Great Henge is going to be a bit of a beast in mid-range decks. I could see that. I've had multiple people that. saying that, and that's this is like people that have um, played the early access streamer event mm-hmm. where you get a copy of every single card and you can just go like go mad and build your own decks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, the Great Hen just popped up a few times. Um, Murderous Rider is definitely going to see play because it's adventure. Swift End is going to be probably the premier removal spell in standard. Swift End is one black black, destroy target creature or planeswalker, you lose two life, and it's an instant. That card on its own is playable, but the fact that it's got a 2-3 lifelinker attached to it as well is just, like, that's gravy. That's gravy. <laughs> so good. That's gravy. Yeah. It's basically, um, he was downfall with a slight downside, but then you get a creature attached to it, so... Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, like it's great. Hero's Downfall is probably better than they want to print. Yeah, and it just never goes away because when it dies, as long as as long as it's um, as long as they put the creature out and it dies, it goes to the bottom of its owner's library. Yeah, so it never goes away. You yeah. can just keep shuffling it. Yeah, and the creature is a two three with lifelink, so you're probably getting that two life you lost back. Yeah. Oh. Qu- Questing Beast, that's another card that's going to get played. Questing Beast is ridiculous. The test on that text on that card just doesn't stop. Questing Beast. Remember what Questing yeah. Beast does? So it's it's uh, two green green for a 4-4 four, four legendary creature beast. It has Vigilance, Death Touch, and Haste. That's already pretty good. Yeah. It has Questing Beast can't be blocked by creatures with power of two or less. Uh-huh. It has combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. That's that's very, very playable. Yeah. It's not done yet. It's also <laughs> got, whenever Questing Beast deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to target Planeswalker that player controls. How is that allowed? I don't know. Do you want to play Throne of Eldraine card name euphemisms? Okay. Like, um, Curious Pair. Uh-huh. Or Circle of Loyalty. Ca- Cauldron of Eternity. <laughs> I mean, I misread Midnight Clock the first time I saw it. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that counts. Um, uh, Bognaughty. What? 
Bog naughty. Bog naughty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. I did a bog naughty earlier. Oh, lovely, lovely. Is that what we're calling it now? Uh, I, I, I left. I left my cauldrons gift. <laughs> oh, gross. Were you met with deafening silence? I was. J- joust. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Giant's skewer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Blow your house down. Oh, oh my. <laughs> uh, insatiable appetite. Rampart smasher. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> so tiny. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> or then on the other hand, tall as a beanstalk. Yeah. A thrill of possibility. We've all been there. I kind of want Inquisitive Puppet to to somehow make its way in. What are you doing to that puppet? Put it down. Free it. (laughs) It was Inquisitive. (laughs) Free the puppet. Don't you want to to meet my Inquisitive Puppet? No. (laughs) No. I'm not coming to (laughs) pre-release. I just have this image now. Are we talking like a marionette puppet or are we talking like Sooty and Sweep? Because I don't want to know what you're doing with your hand. We're, we're talking, um, do you remember Little Rich the Shuffling Clown? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I think I was the only that's... person that, that thought that was hilarious. It freaked everybody else out. If you haven't seen I mean, Little Rich the Shuffling Clown, it's probably on YouTube. And you probably shouldn't go and see it. No, absolutely do. I thought it was really cute. Really? Yeah. How? I... In what way? <laughs> it was just cute. I don't oh know. Oh, my God, that's my Tibbalt's Rager. <laughs> It was quite sweet. Everybody just assumed it was creepy. I mean, to be fair, it was on, like, you know, like, it was GP or Pro Tour coverage or something. It was cute there. I think if you walked into your kitchen at, like, 2am and found it sitting on your countertop, it's probably not as cute. It was on GP coverage with no context. I know, it was so good. They just, like, went to an ad break and that thing started. (laughs) It was amazing. Oh, it was it so was... good. Please go and watch that if you haven't if you haven't watched already. I don't know if it's on YouTube, it must be. It was so good. And I still think it's really sweet. If you haven't watched it already and you choose to do so, please remember that I told you not to. I'm the good one. Casey, would you like to step into my judge booth? I would love to step into your judge booth. What is what delights await us inside your judge so, this week? Let's talk about adventure. Because it's the mechanic that's had the most questions from Throne of Eldraine. Yes. Without a doubt. Immediately when the first adventure was spoiled, people were asking questions about it. And at that point all the answers were mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean you it, know. Eli Schifrin did a did a lot of good work just like answering them, but people have been asking questions. Yeah. Because like to me they're really easy because I I, I kind of get how they work, but I can understand to a lot of people, they're going to see that and they're going to be like, okay, that's vague. So the whole yeah. point of an adventure is that there's a creature and then there's like either an instant resorcery. Yes. They're all on the they're all on the creature. Yes. They're all kind of attached to the creature and an adventure, um, when it's not being cast as an instant or a sorcery, is a creature and has all the characteristics of the creature. Yeah. So this this is so why yeah, the. The instant or sorcery is kind of hidden away inside the text box 
rather than looking like a traditional split card or like an aftermath card or anything because whereas traditional split cards have both sets of characteristics everywhere the adventure cards are only instants or sorceries when they are being cast as such they they are yeah. creatures everywhere else and only creatures so like if you've got um a card for example that you know, I, I just let's let's just make a card up. If it's like a creature that gets plus one plus, actually no, let's use Tarmogoyf. Yeah, because it won't count in in if it's in the graveyard, it won't count as a creature and an instant or a sorcery for Tarmogoyf. That's right. Will only count as the creature yeah. because it only cares it only cares about the fact that it's an instant or a sorcery if you're casting the instant or a sorcery. Yeah. So that kind of threw a lot of people at first. Mm-hmm. There, so when you when you cast the instant or the sorcery, assuming that it resolves. Instead of putting it into the graveyard, it gets exiled. Yeah. I've... And then you can cast you can cast the creature from exile. Yes. You can't cast the instant or the sorcery again. Once it's been exiled, you can only cast the creature. Only the creature, yeah. And you can only cast the creature from exile if it's exiled as a result of the replacement effect of the instant or sorcery. Yes. So if you get if it gets countered by something that um, exiles it instead of putting it in the graveyard, for example, you can't cast the creature. Or, you know, if you get it exiled from your hand for some reason, mm-hmm. you can't cast it as a creature. You can only cast it if the adventurer exiles it. Yeah. It gets lost otherwise on its adventure. It, it doesn't even go on an adventure, it just ends up somewhere else. So, that kind of, that was the big question, I think, that people asked. Mm-hmm. Was what happens if it gets exiled to something else? The answer is, then it just disappears. Yeah, it's just exiled like any other regular card. You will get in some Throne of Eldraine boosters in the in the token slot, you'll get an on an adventure emblem, which isn't really an emblem, it's just a sort of marker that you can use to to represent that your card is exiled on an adventure rather than just exiled. So keep keep your cards that are on adventures separate from your other exiled cards. We really could have done with that in standard, like a few months ago, when there was just shit everywhere that exiled cards. Yeah, that was just confusing because that was like the big thing is to keep track of what's exiled what because it could only a lot of a lot of exiles, a lot of exile effects that were tied to a particular card. Yeah, this card's exiled by Nessa, not Nessa Vivian, so I can I can cast it, but only if it's a creature. Yeah. Or oh, there there's there's a thing, if. <laughs> Vivian is exiling one of your creatures, you can only cast it as a creature, not as an adventure. Right, yeah. Because Vivian only... only gives permission to cast a creature. Um, If you're casting an adventure and it fails to resolve for some reason, so either it's countered or it targets something, like I'm looking at Brazen Borrower just because it's top of the list, turn target non-land permanent and opponent controls to its owner's hand. Yeah. If something happens to that permanent after you've cast Brazen Borrower, like if they kill it or bounce it in response, or do something to it, or make it hexproof, I don't know, and it fails to resolve, it doesn't. It only gets exiled if it resolves, basically. So if it fails yeah. to resolve, it goes in the graveyard and you can't cast the creature. That's right, yeah. Or if it gets countered with something that doesn't exile it, it'll just go to the graveyard as normal. Yeah, exactly. Any Anytime it would, it would fail to resolve, basically. It just goes away, and that's it. So it has to it has to resolve, and it has to exile itself with the adventure for you to be able to cast it. Mm-hmm. The thing the thing to remember about adventures is that it it works like morph rather than working 
like the stove. Okay. Elaborate. So the first thing that happens when you choose to cast the spell is it becomes an instant or sorcery. So if something lets you, and that happens before you even propose casting it, so if something lets you cast an instant or lets you cast a sorcery, then you can cast it. So for example, let's say you've got a um, you've got a sorcery adventure card in your hand, and you have Teferi Time Raveler in play, and you've used Teferi's plus one. You can cast the sorcery adventure on your opponent's turn as though it had flash. Because Teferi lets you do that to sorceries, and before you start to cast the spell, it becomes a sorcery. Right. Whereas with Bestow, Bestow works a bit differently, but I kind of suspect this might change come Theros. Oh, really? Uh, beyond death, because it's going to be funny having Bestow and Adventure working differently in the same standard. Um, but with Bestow, you need to be able to cast both types basically so if you can't cast creature spells you can't bestow a creature even though you're not casting a creature oh i get you that's interesting so do you think they'll make bestow like an adventure where they'll kind of have it as a separate i i would not be shocked to see i don't think they'll change the the like the way it's laid out on the card or anything but i wouldn't be shocked to see the rules on it change so that it works like more for adventure. That's going to be really confusing though if they don't change the sort of template of the card, because it's like adventures. Adventure is like a card. It's kind of like a card within a card. Mm-hmm. Bestow is an ability. Like, I don't know. That's going to be weird. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm purely speculating. This is a hundred percent speculation. I don't know that that this is going I think... to happen. But it wouldn't surprise me. I think um, I don't know. I think I think that the fact that they've specifically made the adventure look like that, as opposed to like when we were talking about um, what was the one where you were talking about earlier? It's it's specifically a little like a little card within a card. Yeah, it, it's not like a split card. Yeah, it's so it's it's specifically in the card. Yeah. And the main card art and the main card type and and CMC is of the creature mm-hmm. like i wouldn't i know it would it would be weird to have it work differently but at the same time i can see it because bestow is is an ability on the card rather than being a little card within a card but so is morph and adventure works like morph and bestow doesn't oh, rules are hard rules are hard rules are so hard i don't know we'll see they might not even do bestow again they might not we'll see it's not the ability that i want to see reprinted in theros What's the ability you want to see reprinted? Monstrous, but we all know what that is. So you can get Stormbreath Dragon? Yes, and I'll be so sad if they don't reprint Stormbreath Dragon, so, you know... Because protection's back, so... Just bring back Monstrosity so I can have my dragon back, please. I think the thing that goes against Monstrosity is the fact that we... Don't ruin my day, don't ruin my day, don't ruin it. Okay. (laughs) No, it's fine, ruin it, it's fine. We've got Adapt... In standard, which is basically the same ability, and I don't think they would want to have them both in standard when they work very slightly differently. Oh, 
And even if we get a dragon that's like got all the same things but has adapt, it's not going to be the same. I know. And I'm not looking forward to it because I know that every time a dragon that's even slightly close to Starmouth Dragon is printed, people are going to be messaging me going, like, it's the Starmouth Dragon. I'm going to get so many messages. So many messages. When the but slightly you different. you know about the new dragons? I do, but I, I know that, like, because, right, so for context, Casey, like, messages me whenever there's a new dragon spoiled, which is great because I love, I love the dragons. But that's, that's Casey doing it. Like, everybody knows how much I love Stormbreath Dragon, and I guarantee you, when they drop a card that's even slightly similar to Stormbreath Dragon, every single human being I know is going to message me all at once. That's fair. Like, everyone's going to do it, and it's like, yeah. it's like, I know, I know, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've still seen it. You need to you need to basically like jump the gun and as soon as that card is spoiled, just go on all your social media and be like, I've seen it. Don't message me it. Okay, right, here's here's a here's a wacky thought, right? Here's a social mm-hmm. media exercise for everybody that's listening to this, right? You know what would be even better? You know what would be even better than me jumping the gun and posting it on social media? Uh-huh. Picture it, right? Picture Jump, it. Jumping our, the gun now our, saying, our, don't message me, I've seen it. No, 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 even better than that, right? Just picture it, right? Our first our first spoiler card from Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> the first Scourge Diva spoiler card from Wizards of the Coast. The dragon is most similar to Stormbeth Dragon. Everybody has to, like, everybody has to tweet it until it happens. We're, uh, we're never getting a spoiler card until they reprint Stormbreath Dragon. Well, potentially, but there's going to be one that's there's going to be one, especially if protection's black. There's going to be one that's basically Stormbreath Dragon. We have to get, we have to get for my own sanity and my phone battery. <laughs> we have to get a spoiler card, and it has to be the dragon that's most like Stormbreath Dragon. You know, there still be people who will have seen the spoiler on like Mythic Spoiler or Reddit or something that will message you going have you seen this dragon i know but like to be fair if it's if it's people that know us or people that know me i'll be able to put it out there and just like plug it everywhere and then everybody will know i think that i think that we should make this happen i think that social media should try and get us our first spoiler card and it should be a dragon the dragon most like storm with dragon it doesn't matter if it's shit it doesn't matter if it's like this the shit reprint like a shitty functional reprint of storm with dragon it doesn't matter how crap it is because everybody would tell me anyway it doesn't matter if this is the only spoiler card we ever get. <laughs> just please give us the, give us this one for my own, so that I don't lose friends by just completely like ripping their heads off like a dragon. I mean, it's it's a good it's a good goal. Yeah, like, it's it's helpful to the community because people won't die. Exactly, and, exactly. And at the end of the day, what we want is people not to die. It will help for a flourishing community. So yeah, if 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 you're if you're if you're listening to this and you want to help, just just let's 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 get a movement for for this the the shitty Stormbeth Dragon reprint that's inevitably coming in, in New Theros. We have to spoil this card. Yeah. <laughs> let's make it happen. It's a nice let's goal to it. have, and it's not it till next nice year, goal. so we have plenty of time to like start a campaign, start a hashtag yeah. or something. Yeah. Hashtag. Stormbreath two. Do you know what's do you know what's interesting? And I'm not what's saying that? it's a conspiracy theory or anything here, but Stormbreath Dragon has the same initials as Scourge Divas. It's almost like we planned it. We didn't, Stormbreath. we didn't plan it. Okay, we need to get this card. 
we'll, we'll think we'll think of a better hashtag. Yeah. And we'll, we'll tweet we'll tweet it when we put the link out for the episode. Mm-hmm. And then we can we'll start we'll start a movement. So like we said earlier, for the first time this this is the first time uh, Casey's had to actually put out a call a call for help on what to rage about. It doesn't normally happen. No, it doesn't. But did you find something? I did find something. I did find something. Okay. What's annoyed you the most in the past like so hour? I was all happy because I was like, I don't have anything that's that's made me angry. I mean, this cup of tea kind of pissed me off a bit, but and in the grand scheme of things, it's it's not anything that's going to ruin my life. And um, people are sort of tweeting things at me, and yeah, they're kind of annoying, but like the Throne of Eldraine's coming out soon. It looks like a great set. I'm really happy with Magic at the moment. I might I might sit down and, and plan my next few magic fests. Think what I'm gonna go to. And because uh, Theros Beyond Death, that's gonna be great as well. Theros was a great set and Yeah, and it I mean it, it is the end of September, like it's getting towards the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. I wanna I wanna think about what I'm doing next year and it was at that point that I realised that I can't because we still don't have a magic fest schedule for twenty twenty. I know. And I'm not asking for the whole year. I'm not asking for, like, give me December 2020's Magic Fests. But see if we could get even the first three months so that I can start submitting holidays to my work for next year to make sure I can get the time off. How hard is it? The venues are going to be booked by this point. They're all convention centres. I mean, there's there no has way been some, not There has been some announced, like later even into the year, because the 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 oh I forget what it's called the new pro tour players tour, players yeah. tour, is that what it's called? Players tour, yeah. Um, that they've announced four or five of those and said that they're going to have magic fests attached. Yeah. And they go towards I don't remember the dates. I don't remember anything. My brain's just completely deserted me. But they they kind of they're 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 not like they're next year. So there are some confirmed, but there's no... I don't even know. When does the list normally come out? It's, we've normally got the first quarter by now. Right. Which is fair. Because, like... By the time, you know, it's nearly October. That's, like, the the last three months of the year. Like, that's a reasonable time to want to start booking hotels and stuff. Yeah, it's October next week. Yeah. Because the closer you get, the more expensive things start getting. I'm, I'm poor, I want to, like, get everything booked as soon as I can. I want to be looking at flights. I want to be looking at hotels or Airbnbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just give us something. Give us anything. Like, we, there might not be Magic Fests next year. No, there is, because they've already said there are. There are. Other than the ones that are attached to the fucking Players Tour. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> those are the only ones. Yeah, that's it. Those are the only Magic Fests. <laughs> everything else is a Command Fest. Like... Oh yeah, because they've announced that as well, or some of those. But they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not sort of, they're they're different TOs and stuff, aren't they? They've got their own individual TOs. Yeah, I think Channel Fireball are running one of them, and uh, Star City Games are running one, and I think Cascade are running one. And... But anyway, give us give us Magic Fest dates, please, please give us Magic Fest dates, and give us like. Some standard magic fests in Europe. I don't think there's been any this year. Really? 
it's all been modern or limited. I mean, there's probably been one. Um, but I think when the last standard Grand Prix was in in Europe. I don't. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to what format they are because I don't play them. I just know when they are. Because that's like the standard. I, I don't pay like... attention to what format they are because I don't get to watch Grand Prix coverage oh, anymore. <laughs> It's a rager within a rager. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, go on. Give us more fucking coverage, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think there's not been any coverage of a Grumpy. Like, women have done really well in Grumpies recently. You wouldn't know. Well, like, exactly, you wouldn't know, but there's not... Unless you follow them on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, that's the sort of thing that coverage would be great of yeah because it stops these women that are doing really well like just being completely invisible yeah and you only see they see them doing well through like little little videos of them celebrating on twitter when they make top eight or top four or whatever and like people who have been grinding for years and years and years have done well at grand prix like cyrus corman gill won the legacy grand prix at the weekend he's been grinding away at legacy for a long time and one with storm and like that would have been amazing to watch on coverage and no we just nothing can you imagine because like one of the my favorite things to do is go on youtube and i do this sometimes when i'm having like a particularly shitty day and i really like just feel like or, or if the you know twitter is just being the hellhole that it usually is and i'm just completely disillusioned with the community as a whole mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One of my favorite things to do is go on YouTube and find the. Is this? Is it watch Gary Campbell. Win yes. The exactly. Can yeah. you imagine if we didn't have coverage for that? It's I know. so wholesome. Like, and I was there, so I saw it like in the flesh. But it's nice yeah. to be able to like see on coverage, just you know, like Riley in the booth and everybody Everyone in Scotland going absolutely batshit. <laughs> yeah, like climbing on chairs and stuff. Yeah. In the background. It was so good. Can you imagine we didn't have coverage for it? Like that's just one of that's one of my that's probably it's 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 probably my favorite GP moment in history. Yeah. But it's probably if there had been. I, I I think there are multiple people who would agree with you, and I don't think that's limited to people that know Gary. No. I think people that have never met Gary in their life would tell you that's their favorite moment of GP coverage. Oh, I've heard. Um, I've had people that don't know Gary mention it because they were there and they saw it and like they were just like that's amazing I've never seen I've never seen a hat before like yeah I think I said in a few episodes ago that it's nice when you see people win tournaments and you know their friends all kind of want to celebrate with them and stuff like that like it's nice it's nice like when people don't just kind of like you know get a handshake and that's that's kind of and they're trying you can tell they're like trying not to be a sore winner or whatever which is fair but it's nice at the same time to see people like mm. celebrate that their friends have done well, and it's like that. Yeah. It's like it's like that, but on a massive scale because you literally yeah. every single Scottish person in the room <laughs> was like was like climbing on top of each other basically after he won. Yeah. It was so good. Like, can you imagine if we didn't have like if that was not on coverage? Like, can you imagine if we didn't have that to go and look back on? That was the probably the best. That was probably the pinnacle of like Scottish magic. Oh, easily. right there, right easily. there, and right we've there. had multiple World Magic Cup top finishes. 
Yeah, I think there's only one magic cup, one world magic cup in history we didn't make day two of. Yeah. Like, and it t- that that was still the peak of of Scottish magic, and it's yeah. just nice like to see things like that as a as a like for the community and, and things, be able to see people having those moments because it's all a bit more kind of I don't want to say reserved on the pro tour, but you know if it, people on the pro tour are like you know a lot of the time they're pros. Yeah. So they kind of. I mean, whereas... you, you get the moments when Autumn won their Pro Tour and when yeah. Toralf Severin won his Pro Tour. Yeah. But, like, like... For a, the thing with a GP is that you can get someone like Gary, who's been playing for yeah. years, but just out of, like, seemingly just out of nowhere, went all the way to the top. Yeah. And you get to see that. That's that's the best bit. That's the best bit for the community, as a, as a person in the community, to see people. That you've like never, never heard of or never seen on that sort of top stage, yeah, doing well and winning, and the reactions of people around them—it's just so good. More GP coverage. I didn't. There was more a G- few. More there GPs. Was... More GP coverage. Give us the dates. Yeah, there, there was a few with coverage early in the re- in the year, and it's just kind of dried there, up. There, there were there were a few. Channel Fireball did coverage on select Grand Prix. Yeah, and. Um, to their credit, the coverage that they did was very, very good. It was, but there, it was excellent. They were but all they in were America. Few and far between, and they were all in the US. Yeah, which is fine, but you know, magic in the like the US is already pretty much like well serviced. Like it's over here that the community is kind of struggling mm-hmm. because we don't have things like coverage, and there's no, there are fewer tournaments. Yeah, the tournaments that are Star City Games too. We don't have Star City Games. There's like two GPs a year or something. Like, there's no. That's in the UK, big... not Europe. Oh yeah, in Europe there's there's yeah. there's more in Europe, but like we're talking specifically in the UK. There's like two. Yeah. There's always there's always two at most. Like for the Except UK. Except that one year we had four. That was great. Oh, was that the one where the where the double in Birmingham? Yeah. That was great. Good time. Not just because Gary won one of them. Yeah, although it was primarily because Gary won one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's also made Birmingham like no offense to anyone from Birmingham. It's also made Birmingham like it's given a nice spot in my memory because I hate the Birmingham GP venue. Yeah. Like with it's a, rage, a rubbish I, venue. I hate it. It's great because it's it's literally in the airport pretty much and in yeah. the train station. Like the transport links are like second to none. But I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate that everything shuts at like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. I hate that it's miles away from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's right in the middle of nowhere. Like at least all the other GP venues are like in the city centres, pretty much, with the exception of maybe Manchester. But Manchester's got loads of food stuff next to the Trafford Centre next to it. The Liverpool venue's pretty rubbish, other than the fact that it's carpeted. Yeah, and it's like literally right in the city centre. Yeah. So it's with a walking distance of everywhere. And the London one is, you know, it's in London. Everything, everything's nearby when you're in London. Yeah. But the Birmingham one, I hate it. So if you're gonna give us another, if you're gonna give us a UK GP next year, don't make it Birmingham. <laughs> we're not asking for much. No. I know we're not asking for much. We just want, we just want GP dates coverage in the UK GPs not to be in Birmingham. Yeah, and and multiple of them, please. And multiple of them, lots yeah. of them. One in um, Scotland. Who in Scotland? One in Scotland. Could... Yeah. Like I know it's going to be Edinburgh, but come on, it should be Glasgow. Why would no? I think it'll be Glasgow. There's nowhere in Edinburgh that would... Glasgow does have better transport links and a better co- convention centre. There's nowhere in Edinburgh that would be able to hold a GP. 
that I can think of. Is there not an Edinburgh conference centre? Um, maybe so they... I don't know, but if, if there is, I mean, I've literally never seen it. I'm going to Google that now. I think it would be Glasgow, because Glasgow does have a much better and a more central, um, a more central venue. I can't. It does, but it doesn't quite have the name value. I can't see them doing a Scottish GP in Edinburgh. I know, having spoken to premier level tournament organisers in the past who have looked at venues in Scotland, it has been in Edinburgh. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I honestly would not have, I would have immediately said Glasgow. It, Edinburgh has much better name value, which is the problem. Okay, there is an EICC, which I've literally never heard of, so it can't be that good. I don't know how big it is, though. Give us, give us like, a GP in Glasgow with coverage... I'm not asking for much, but Riley can literally roll out of bed into the convention centre if you have it in Glasgow. There's your coverage sorted. You don't need anyone else. You have two local, like, content creators. Yeah, at least. To be ambassadors at for least. the country. <laughs> Although I don't know if we're... <laughs> I don't know if we can. We would, we would be good ambassadors. I mean, we're very Scottish. Oh, you're talking about us? Yeah. Oh. I thought you meant Riley and Duncan Tang. Duncan's, doing the, <laughs> Duncan's in the middle of the Throne of Eldraine um, streamer showdown at the moment, beating Andrea Mengucci and fighting nice. bugs and shit. Go Duncan. No, yeah, well then you have multiple. All we want is multiple GPs in Scotland with coverage every year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up, wizards. We're waiting. Casey, are you ready to play everyone's favourite quickfire game? I am more than ready. I was born ready. Here's a, a, a an even better incentive to make a Scottish magic fest. Uh-huh. Can you imagine, like, live shite or delight? <laughs> with, audience, with audience submissions. I can imagine live renamed shite or delight. Because they might not want me on a microphone yelling shite across the convention hall while we're doing doing the GP. What could be more Scottish? I know. What could be more Scottish? I mean, that's Nothing. basically what you'll hear the moment you step outside the, <laughs> the conference centre anyway. Very true. Yeah. Literally. Uh, we, we, us and, like, you know, wearing, wearing tartan and shouting shite. That's, that's the selling point if there ever was one. Yeah. And amazing food. Amazing food, yeah. Everything's battered. It's fantastic. I had a battered pizza for dinner. Oh, so good. It was, it was so good. I'm gluten intolerant. I don't even care. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play. Let's play. Um, let, let's advertise Shite or Delight, let's the quick fire game where one of us reads out a list of things and the other has to rate them as Shite or a Delight. I have a, I have a list for Casey. Are you ready? I am ready. You ready to shout Shite a lot or Delight? I don't know. Yes, let's let's do it. Okay. Throne of Eldraine. Delight. The three little pigs being on a card. Delight. The three little pigs making food tokens when they die. Shite. So shite. Uh, making tea with yoghurt. Oh, utter shite. Oh god, I just made myself throw up a little bit thinking about it. GP coverage. Shite. What is GP coverage? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Gary Campbell. Delight. GP Utrecht being next month. Delight. Um, Summer finally being over. Delight. 
Uh, neither of us being invited as challengers at Mythic Championship 5. Shite. So shite. What the fuck was this? I know. I'm trying not to take it personally. I, I've taken it very personally. <laughs> okay. You didn't even try. That's fair. What the fuck, wizards? It's like there's no GPs, there's no GP coverage. We didn't get invited. It's just insult to injury, really. That's that's why I'm not participating in the um, Throne of Eldraine streamer preview event. It's not because I wasn't invited. It's because I wasn't invited to the Mythic Championship. It's working really well, I have to say. It is definitely definitely put, putting a putting a, a, a stick in the spokes of the um, Throne of Eldraine run up. Think how many more viewers they'd have if I was streaming. Exactly, exactly. At least one. <laughs> It'd be me watching on the television next to me. And me. Oh yeah, well, okay. We'd have, We'd have two. at least two. two. We'll get numbers. Yeah. We'll get numbers, yeah. Okay, so if people want to find you on social media and share in your uh, rager, that sounded much better in my head. Oh. Um <laughs> Where can they find you? They, they can find me on Twitter <laughs> at PurpleSnap or occasionally on the Scourge Divas Twitter account at Scourge Divas. And um, I promise, I promise I really do soon back on Twitch <laughs> at, at the twitch.tv slash Scourge underscore Divas. We're going to be streaming Chandelar. It's, we are, it's going to be great. Even though this is a pet hate of mine, it's not called Chandelar. It's called Magic the Gathering. The game is never called Chandelar. Okay, well, we're going to play Chandelar. I've never played Chandelar, so we're going to we're going to double up play. It's going to be good. Yeah. But the reason we're not streaming isn't isn't is only because we're having a protest. Yes. Jason Tad. It's absolutely yes. only because of that. Someone got married, and then we didn't get invited to a Mythic Championship. Oh yeah, I got married. Yeah. I'm sure did we've done for, an episode. Did you forget? Since... No, well, it's been like a, it's been over a month. Yeah, that's true. It feels like I've been married for about twenty years. Yeah. Hi, Sean, I love you. <laughs> um, if you want to contact me on social media, you can find me at Artist on Twitter and Instagram um, or on the Scourge Divas Twitter. You can also find us uh, by email at scourge.divas at gmail.com if what you have to say to us doesn't fit in a 240-character tweet. I dread to think what you're going to send us if it doesn't fit into that. So, yeah, follow us there. Um, tell your friends. We will be posting the hashtag that we're going to use to try and get us our first preview card when the episode goes out. So yep. if you tweet that at least once a day, not only will you piss off all of your followers, but they'll definitely get the message. Your followers will. I don't know if Wizards of the Coast will. They will. They will. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll make it happen. Make Stormbreath Dragon the box topper and give us the preview. Yes. I know you had some guy from Game of Thrones for the Throne of Eldraine box topper preview and like you probably want to to top that for Theros, but how can you top that? Scourge Divas. Exactly. Think of the think yeah. of the content we can make to, to promote that. We'll make a video. I'll eat a Stormbreath dragon. <laughs> I won't let her. Um I hope everybody enjoys Throne of Eldraine pre releases this weekend, yep. whatever you're attending. Um, I hope all your your, your your pulls are good. I hope you open many cards that can be used as euphemisms and you giggle like we did. Maniacally. It's going to be great. Please tweet us pictures of your your pulls and any weird flavour combos you get. We will rate your pull shite or delight if you tweet us a picture of it. We will. And we'll also... Um, no, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> we will see you next week. We will. We will see you next week. 
hope maybe we'll have GP dates next week. Nah. Still get too excited. So, sounds unlikely. <laughs> Huge if true. Yep. Bye. Bye.